الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله حمد الحامدين وشكر الشاكرين والصلاة والسلام على سيد النبيين سيدنا محمد ابن عبد الله وآله وصحبه وسلم تسليما كثيرا إلى يوم الدين رب شرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العودة من لساني يبقه قولي رب أوزعني أن أشكر نعمتك التي أنعمت علي وعلى والدي وأن أعمل صالحا أرضاه وأن أعمل صالحا ترضاه وأصلح لي في ذريتي إني تبت إليك وإني من المسلمين الحمد لله I'm so glad that you are all gathered here tonight for just one purpose to celebrate the coming of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam as a mercy to the world the only thing I'm not going to speak a lot I'm not going to because your presence itself speaks by itself that you are here for that purpose but my question is what is the significance of sending him as a mercy to the world what is the significance why all this in fact if we ponder about it and think about it we will find ourselves immersed in an ocean of thoughts that will bring us closest to what Allah desires because Allah commands in the Quran and do ponder upon the creation of the heaven and the earth and what a better creation to ponder upon than Sayyidina Muhammad what a better creation now it is important when we ponder and we think about this great noble creation of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to realize how insignificant we are to him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and that we are here to benefit from that moment in which he has been initiated to the world he sallallahu alayhi wa sallam has been given the opportunity to represent Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bring people from the darkness of the depth of their souls to the light of his presence subhanahu wa ta'ala Allahu nuru samawati wal ard now in that verse there is plenty a lot of the scholars when they speak about it they want people to go deep by themselves and look into it and recite it and read it again and again to get that feeling within yourself nobody can give it to you only Allah can so my message is Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam was a gift to us to take us away from the darkness and to put us prepared in the light of the Creator Almighty to be ready to enter into His presence. And that can only come from knowledge. Everything to do with this great man is to do with knowledge. Allah says, لُيُخْرِجُكُمْ مِنَ الظُّلُمَاتِ إِلَى النُّورِ To get you out of the darkness to the light. If you want to know him, if you want to follow him, if you want to gain, to be how, or to be able to, how to follow his example, the only way is when you have knowledge. A liar, a liar is the one who will say, I follow him, I know him, I love him, and he has no knowledge. Seriously, 
It is about time every one of us think of knowledge. The greatest of the men that you love and the greatest of the men that you try to hold tight into their teaching, whether it is the earliest men, such as Sufyan al-Sawri, radiallahu ta'ala anhu, or al-Hasan al-Bisri, or al-Imam al-Junaid, or coming down to Abdul Qadir al-Jailani, Ahmed al-Badawi, Ahmed al-Rifai, Ibrahim al-Dasuqi, Abdul Hassan al-Shadali, all those great men, they are the most knowledgeable men. There is no man in this world can look at us today and say the path that we follow as Sufis, as many people don't like to say the word. When people ask you, what following are you following? Some of our brothers, they feel it be shy, they whisper. I think it is shameful. Wallah, when I came to London, I used to stand and say, I'm a Sufi, somebody said, shh. You don't understand. You, it was a tough time. Can you believe? We used to go to the Rabita and we used to make dhikr there. Yeah. And I used to know a lot of people sitting around us and they were spies working for the people who are against us. But we don't fear anybody because the dhikr that is made in the Hadra lil madhkur to the one who is remembered who has initiated Muhammad وسلم, to teach us that there is nothing more important than knowing who Allah is. So knowledge should be remembered when we remember Muhammad وسلم. Allah said to him in the Quran, فَعْلَمْ فَعْلَمْ You must be aware, you must be knowledgeable, you must know, O Muhammad, before Iqra. Iqra is later. العلم شيء والقراءة شيء آخر To know is one thing But to read is something else So Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم Put it properly When he said أنا مدينة العلم I'm the city of knowledge No prophet before him ever says that And no prophet will ever stand before Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم Only to look at him as the master of knowledge And therefore, he made it for us compulsory. You must learn knowledge from the cradle to the grave. And wallah, nothing makes me more happier than being a teacher. Nothing. Because he says, I was only sent as a teacher. But look at the teacher in your community. If a door is knocked, and a suitor has come to approach a father for his daughter, the first question, what qualifications do you have? If you don't have a degree, you're useless. And if you have a degree, if you are not a doctor, if you are not a consultant, if you are not somebody with a high profession, and in Egypt, as someone the Mashaykh used to say, if you are not an army officer, because an army officer could be one day a leader of the country. <laughs> How many Gaddafis and Saddams, okay? And Sadats took over because that, so he brings something. How many times they, when you say I'm a teacher, say, oh, oh mashallah, Allahu Akbar, our daughter is ready for you. If you are a teacher, you are nothing. But the greatest man, he didn't say I'm a prophet, I'm a leader, I am the master, I am the most... He said, 
معلم تيتشا بس تكون كل دوت ام غونا ساي هي سيز سمثينج ذات ميكس مي اولويز فيل ايفري ون اوف اس هو ار فولوينج المشايخ شود ثينك اباوت ايفري داي ان ايفري مومنت اوف يور داي اند اسبيشلي وين يو ويك اب اند بيفور يو جو تو بيد هي سيز الناس اما عالم او متعلم people are either a teacher a person with knowledge to give or a learner a student what about the rest ولا خير فيما سواهما ولا خير فيما and there is no benefit in anybody else so either you become a teacher and whatever knowledge you have and you have masters teach it or Learn. There is no place for ignorance. For ignorance is darkness. And darkness, there is no place for it only in the hell. And knowledge is light. A light is from Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, whom Allah described in the Quran, لَقَدْ جَاءَكُمْ مِنَ اللَّهِ نُورِ He has come to you from Allah a light. Our Prophet is light. Yahdi min al-dhulumati ila nur Guides from the darkness to the light which is the light of the Almighty God, the Lord of the heaven and the earth. So, we come together to remember. To remember that we are here to learn. And we are here to teach. Khayrukum man ta'allama wa allama The best of you are those who learn and teach. Wa khayru thalik And the best of this خيركم من تعلم القرآن وعلمه. The best of you is the one who have learned the Quran and taught the Quran. All knowledge is good, but the best knowledge is the knowledge of the Quran, because it's the knowledge of the Almighty God. So we leave the most tonight, hoping, praying, asking, begging, seeking from Allah that He will put our hearts where it should be in knowing, in wanting to know, in seeking knowledge. Seek knowledge even if you have to go to China. And I thank Allah. I thank Allah. I thank Allah. That when we came to this land, there were no places like this. But today there are many like this. I thank Allah. There were no circles of knowledge. And our elders among the Mashaykh said, Starve them. And we never thought there would come a day when there will be thousands of circles all over the land. And there will be students whom their hearts are eager to learn knowledge. I see my brothers traveling to Mauritania, to North Africa, to the Middle East, to the Far East, seeking nothing but knowledge. I went to visit many schools of knowledge, and I was absolutely grateful to Allah when the Mashaykh of those schools tell me, from Britain there are this number of students. I was with Habib Umar, and he told me there is 150 students from London, and Britain generally studying with us. I was in Abu Nur in Syria, and I was told there are over 750 students from Britain learning. And I know in Sudan, in Egypt, in Mauritania, in Morocco, in Pakistan, all over the world. Remember, we live in a land where knowledge is respected. We live in a land, even the knowledge of the Muslim that is written is preserved. But in the land where knowledge have risen, people put it aside 
for the dunya. So we need to take it back. Rasulullah said, Islam has come in a strange way. Islam has come in a strange way. In the same way it will retain. A strange way in what way? The poorest, the weakest, the most look down at people, put it up. Nobody expected them. Who expected Bilal ibn Rabah to call for Salah? Who expected people who were not even looked at among the poorest of Mecca and Medina to be the leaders of knowledge in the world? Today, from the midst of all the corruption that's taking place within our souls, whereby we are accepting and agreeing that which is forbidden by Allah Almighty God, things that are not allowed, from a world by the halal is haram and the haram is halal, they come children who are raised here to stand up and to say, there is none worthy to be worshipped but Allah. And there is nothing more important than following Rasulullah And there is nothing in that but to learn to be lenient and gentle and kind and merciful and compassionate to everyone that we know or we don't know. This is our religion, my brothers and sisters. This is our religion. A religion of light, a religion of knowledge, a religion of height, and a religion of might. If you show support to the religion of God, inshallah, he will support you. He will help you. He will stand by you. No fear. No fear. We're not frightened because we do the right. The frightened one is the one who knows within himself he's doing wrong. If you are walking in Oxford Street and somebody said, thief, you're not going to run. But the thief will run because in his heart, somebody has seen me or known me and knows my intention. Oh my God, I'm going to be caught. He'll begin to run. So we don't fear anybody because we're not doing anything wrong. We only fear the Creator Almighty God. الذين قال لهم الناس إن الناس قد جمعوا لكم فخشوهم فذادهم إيمانا وقالوا حظنا الله ونعم الوكيل فانقلبوا بنعمة من الله وفضل لم يمسسهم سوء واتبعوا رضوان الله والله ذو فضل العظيم جزا الله جزا الله أبو الحسن الشاذلي خير الجزاء جزا الله أبو الحسن he wrote simple little book about this beautiful statement حظنا الله ونعم الوكيل read it and Rasulullah says, his grandfather, okay? Hazmanullah wa ni'mal wakil, Sayful Mu'mineen, when the poor companions who had nothing before Islam, the slaves, those who were insulted and demeaned and oppressed, were surrounded by the rich among those who were ignorant and have no knowledge, and said to them, look, you have nothing. Muhammad is not going to do anything for you. We're going to come and destroy you. We're going to come and wipe you of this earth. They didn't say, oh, please help us, support us, we will leave him. No. They didn't fear anything. So, so what if we die? Alhamdulillah, we have in our heart that which is always needed, which is Allah. This is what they said. Allah is our savior and he is sufficient. Allah is our savior and he is sufficient. We don't need any other savior. We don't look at anybody else. We don't turn to nobody. We don't bow to nobody. We don't fear nobody. We stand up for justice. We stand up for right. 
And justice and right is not only for those who believe in God, because God created everything and God is the most compassionate. He began the Quran, Bismillahir Rahmanir Rahim, in the name of Allah, most compassionate, most merciful. To whom? To every creature. And He has sent the Quran as a message of mercy through the heart of the messenger who is the ultimate mercy, Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. In the day of judgment, he is going to be the mercy. When every prophet is running, when every human is falling, when no one will be standing for himself and everyone is frightened, the only man, the only creature who will stand and say, Ana laha, I am for it today, is Muhammad Sallallahu what is he for? Safety. And showing mercy to those who are suffering. And everybody will run to him. Everybody from Adam السلام, to the last human will come to Muhammad السلام. And he is the only one who will be given permission. In the day whereby the Malaika and Jibreel السلام, will come in rows, none of them will be given permission to speak. No, no way. The only one who will speak is Muhammad. What an honor to be from this Ummah. What an honor to be following this messenger. What an honor. What an honor. Please, don't take it lightly. Don't take it lightly. Learn to know who Muhammad is. Learn to follow who Muhammad is. Learn to be an objective person. We have no takhayulat. We don't really think. It makes me feel sad when I hear the other side saying, well, these Sufis, these people who are following the Mashaikh, they just talk nonsense. They follow all the bid'as, they do all the dalalas, they do all the shirk, astaghfirullah. It makes me feel sad because sometimes I know what they say have some truth because some of us talk rubbish without knowledge. How can a man claim to see the Prophet when you did not see him? How can a man claim to talk about the Prophet when he doesn't know him? How can a man come and stand and say anything about this great noble man when your knowledge is nothing? Whosoever will say anything about him or relating from him that does not relate to the truth, he should prepare himself a seat in hell. He said, then he should prepare his seat. He cannot be imagined. You cannot just say, I think I saw him. I think he said this. No. Muhammad sallallahu is the truth. And he came with the truth from Allah, the truth. In Allah, who is This is it, my brothers and sisters. This is it. Let us... Get out of here and live normal life and be normal people. But our only example is the exaltation of Muhammad in our way of behavior. Why shouldn't we exalt him? Allah commanded us to exalt him in the Quran. Allah said in the Quran, you must exalt him and respect him and honor him, Muhammad and you must support him. The exaltation in your salawat for him. The exaltation in following his example. Not by word, but by means and deeds. And the support that you will give to him 
is by acting upon what he acted upon so that people can see you. The light of Muhammad sallam, is here to stay. The light of Muhammad sallam, I can see it in front of me. In you, you are the extension of that light. It's not then, it's not now, to the Qiyamah, inshallah. We are the nur of Muhammad sallam. We are the nur. We are carrying that message in our heart. Hayyum fi qulubina. As Habib Jifri initiated a few years ago to encourage the youth wearing it in badges to realize that Muhammad true Hayyum fi qulubina. Alive in our heart. Alive. Let us be realistic people. Let us be genuine people. Let us be good people in the way we behave with people. And to finish with, we are living in a land we did not choose, Allah chose for us. Wherever your parents come from, or grandparents, wherever people like me come from, it's not the land of our ancestors. It's the land of God. And he says in the Quran, The land of Allah is precious. Migrate in it. And Allah brought us here for a reason. You know why? To show the light of Muhammad Sallallahu when I came here, I spent two weeks, I was so sad. I rang my father and I said to him and I wrote a letter, I said, please tell the people there in the masjid, I don't like this country, I want to come back. They said, be patient. They asked me the reason. I said, because there is no circles of knowledge. And the only thing that I love is dhikr. There is no dhikr. Dhikr for me is like the young kids of today for raves. Yes, if you like to rave, I like to make dhikr. Hadra is my rave. But I don't need to take intoxicants. I don't need to take drugs or get drunk because I'm not going to know what I'm doing. In this one, because I know what I want, when I enter into it, I am with him, subhanahu wa ta'ala. And by Allah Almighty God, subhanallah. Then I realized after they taught me a few things, from here Islam will come back. My sheikh said to me, from here. I went back to Sudan and I sat in front of him. I said to him, Sheikh, I want to come back. Because I felt sending me here to come and live here, whereby everything is haram, that is mean I am being deposed, eliminated. I am useless. That's what I used to talk to myself. My nafs is very evil telling me, oh, the Sheikh sent you to Britain not to get educated, to live comfortable life. Believe me, I don't see any comfort in this country. When I go to the desert in Sudan, and we sit in the sand and we eat with the poorest people and we eat the most simplest food, full madamas. Those who understand we know. Simple food, lentas adas. But I enjoy it. Wallahi, wallah, Allah is my witness. The day I am given permission to live here, to go and live with those people, I'll be there. I will thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and I think until I die. But there is a purpose why we are living here. There is a purpose. And that purpose is to extend this, like what we are doing now. Imagine you're sitting here. Can you do this in Mecca? No. no. Can you do this in Mecca? No. Can you do this in many cities of the world where the Muslim world is? You can't. You're doing it here. Why? Because Allah wills it. Allah wants it, subhanahu wa ta'ala. So please hold tight. And let us, inshallah, remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala until people say we are crazy. Allah.
Inshallah. So what we're going to do now, enough talking, is to go around Fa'lam. <laughs> Put it in practice and let us make dhikr. I'm so sorry, I'm so late. And a lot of people, my daughter came with my daughter said, Sheikh, please, don't cut the short because you are late. The most important thing is to make dhikr. Ahmed, <laughs> 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 mashallah, nice to see you. Allahu Akbar, Ahmed Firzada. Two people I haven't seen for a long time, Zafar sitting in the back there. Huh? And Ahmed Firzada. These are people, mashallah, bless you. When we start to do the circle and I came to this mosque at the beginning, they were with me. They're always here. Allah bless you. And Mustafa now, Hamza, all of you. Really, it's not me or uh, Sheikh Ahmed Saad or Sheikh Abdul Mahmoud or anything. No, no, no. It's the man who will take the place and do the job. Sayyid al Ghom, Khadimuhum, the master of the people, is their servant. Keep on learning and you need to teach. Ahmed, you need to teach. Good scholar. Sheikh Hassan said to me when I took 45 people to Sudan, he, he never sleeps. And every time he looks around, he sees one man carrying a book. He called me when they said to me, who is this guy? I said to him, Ahmed Pirzada. Pirzada? I said, Pirzada, you know what it means? I said to him, no. He said, in the Indian language, it means somebody who's big sheikh, peer. Pirzada. I said, he must come from a very good stock. I said to him, sheikh, he's from Arabic. He said, yes, I see him. Look at the way he reads. He said, I had never turned my head right or left. Wherever he's sitting, he's reading. I'm not, I'm so sorry to say it in front of them, but because that's the way it should be. Wallah, Allah is my witness. This guy used to wait when it is raining, it's snowing. Outside the college, I used to wait day and night to look after my children. And he would wait after this. What do you want? Teach me. I taught him almost a third of the Quran. I can't remember at least the big surah, like Surah Al-Baqarah, okay? Surah Al-Naml, Surah Al-Hujurat, Surah Yaseen. Tafsir Quran in the train, in the bus. <laughs> I used to get home in the night bus. My wife used to think, what's happening to you? Why are you coming so late? Because by the time I finish with him, there's no buses. Now, alhamdulillah, the train might be <laughs> So that's the way I want. I want everybody to go and learn, not me. Just find teachers. If you know how to teach, teach. So inshallah, we're going to finish here. We're going to make some zikr. Let's make dua that Allah will make it the best for us. Abdul Karim, assalamu alaikum. And Dawood, mashallah. All those brothers come from far away. Assalamu alaikum, Sidi. Birmingham people, Sagheel. Or Zuhair and Anwar. Jahangir. Jahangir, meaning the king. <laughs> Coming from all Assalamu how are you? My brothers, mashallah, from al tariq Burhani. All of you, Sheikh Ibrahim and the rest of you. May Allah bless you. Okay. A'udhu billahi min ash-shaytan al-rajim, mashallah. Assalamu alaikum. Keep haakum, Sadati. فَعْلَمْ أَنَّهُ لَا إِلَهَا إِلَّا اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَا إِلَّا اللَّهِ لَا إِلَهَا إِلَّا اللَّهِ La ilaha illallah 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 If you open La illallah La ilaha illallah La ilaha illallah لا إله إلا الله 